Under the leadership of that haughty woodsman, Daniel Boone, a large party set out for the new land, Kentucky. Where else comes to be pretty like me? I'm Colonel Harold Sanders, and I'd like to tell you a little bit about my Kentucky Fried Chicken. Have I told you you people are crazy? This is Old Kentucky Tales, the only podcast that solemnly swears that none of us have ever refused a beer at a bus stop. Today's title is There's No I in Beer. I'm your host, Brent Taylor. To my left, he's chatty, and lots of people call him Daddy, Jason Donner. (laughs) Have you been looking at my dating apps again? Yeah, I was popping up all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Oh, you're looking over my shoulder. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, P-O-S, Podcaster Over Shoulder. Yeah. That's what it stands for. Daddy, Dad, it's all good. <laughs> With us today is a very special guest. Hail to the Chief, Todd Bloom, President of Paducah Beer Works. Hi. <laughs> very succinct, I like that. In this episode of Old Kentucky Tales, our main event, we'll examine the history of and the history behind Paducah Beer Works. And along the way, don't forget to support the fake history sponsors who support Old Kentucky Tales. The products are real, only the sponsorship is fake. Bavera is beneficial to every nursing mother. For strength and nourishment, there is nothing that surpasses Bavera as a liquid food. The nursing mother requires food and drink that is beneficial to the entire system. In selecting a drink, be sure of the ingredients used. Be sure it is pure, that it contains food value. When you drink Bavera, you can be absolutely sure that it is pure, that it is made from ingredients that are strong in health building, strength giving qualities. The taste of Bavera is pleasant and as a tonic it is of great value. It is a pasteurized drink. Bottles are sterilized and you can get it sealed airtight. Impurities are impossible. Mother and children may drink it freely. There are no harmful after effects. For Bavera is a non-intoxicating beverage made from pearl barley, hops, and distilled water. Buy a box today. Near beer for moms. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I didn't know that they really had this back then. It was even something anybody thought of. But it's for moms and baby. Uh, yep, yep. They can both drink it. It says. And so, Todd, as a brewer, what's your opinion on near beer? Ooh, that goes against everything that the government tells us. Um, there's a big warning we have to put on everything that says nobody drinks beer that's underage or pregnant or nursing or. But. Uh, can they drink uh, non-alcoholic beer? Can a pregnant woman drink non-alcoholic beer today? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's nothing. Right. right? It's, it's just the alcohol that has supposedly has the effect, so they say, hey, don't do it, because yeah. they've years and years of study has shown that it's bad for you. So you see this and I'm get sure. freaked out. Uh, a little bit. You're thinking like mixed messages and all that stuff? Strange thing, in Germany, they have a thing called kids' beer, and it's unfermented beer, and it tastes like uh, it's just a sweet drink. They call it kids' beer. Hmm, that is interesting. I, I would right. have never thought about that. Uh-huh. We have that here. It's called Mellow Yellow. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. That's Will the, you be uh, that's quiet the hard if stuff. I give you a Mellow Yellow? <laughs> <laughs> you sit there? No. Uh, yeah, with all that caffeine, no way. Go YooHoo. Oh, yeah. yeah right. The caffeine factor. Yeah. you got to Ch- watch out for chocolate that. Chocolate water. <laughs> <laughs> So what, what year is this, Brent? Looks like the 50s. It is uh, 1918. Oh, 1918. Yeah, so down around the turn of how the 20th you, century. How do you know that? 
I typed it right on the sheet. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah, you see where it says Oh, I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at the ad. Okay. Uh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, um, it was fun as a kid to get a root beer, though, that was in a bottle, you know, and you pretend that it's a beer. Oh, I, I loved yeah. bottled root beer. Yeah, that was yeah. the thing. So fun. We had a K&N in Mayfield. And, uh, you know, you'd get the nice frosty mug. Yeah, and yeah. And then, of course, they, they got bigger. And, you know, it was the K&N and the, the fish place. It wasn't quite the same. But I sure did like getting Were you root allowed beer. to drink root beer as a child, Brent? I did. Root beer floats. <laughs> <laughs> floats? I like that. Yeah, root beer floats. Hey, he's an anachronism. He's pulled right out of 1955. <laughs> <laughs> well, come to think about it, that was at my grandparents' house. So I'm well, sure, sure yeah. that was straight out of yeah. 1955. Yeah, they, you probably yeah. thought it was great. Put a little, drop a little ice cream in there. Yeah. Now, as, as a brewer, um, when I was in Colorado, there was one... Um, brewery that would make their own uh, root beer, and it was really good. You know, you know, they they make a batch of it and come out, and it. I mean, it was just good. That sounds good, like a yeah. unique flavor that yeah. you haven't tasted over and over. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah I think. Yeah, I root beer's good. That. It used to be good. I don't do it anymore. Do you want to hear that story too, Brett? <laughs> Actually, I, I keeps do. Glancing down at the paper. It's bugging him so no, no, much. No, no, no. I, this story is going somewhere. No, no, you're right. Well, one time I went to one of those reenactments, and there was they make stuff there to sell you. <laughs> and I got some, what you would call homemade root Bath beer. Bathtub root beer? And it uh, destroyed me for days. <laughs> it was a huge nightmare mess. <laughs> and for, I, I mean, I loved root beer, but I haven't... I that was the last sand. one. That was like ten years ago. It's so abhorrent to me now to look at root beer and bring up that. Oh, that was memory. only ten years ago. I was expecting that to be some no, no, distant this was memory. As an adult, yeah. Okay, no, all right. When it, yeah, uh-uh. <laughs> Don't drink. I guess root beer from a tent. Never trust unapproved root beer. That's our first mm. lesson for today. Did you did you do uh, ice cream with it? No, huh? Okay. No, I just took it home, and there would look like a recycled bottle. It was kind of like a <laughs> you know they do the in the big ones, uh-huh. the really yeah. big, no label. Like, is that root beer? Sure. <laughs> it was probably sitting in the guy's van for days as he drove there from aging, aging. to the appropriate level. I don't know what it was. Good I, sarsaparilla. It got, yeah. <laughs> I knew that story would be worth it. Yeah, I like sarsaparilla. I knew it. Or I like saying Sasparilla. I do it at that voice. <laughs> you have to say you have to say it that way. <laughs> and now we're ready for the moment we've all been waiting for. The main event. Round one. So Todd, you have a really neat story about how Paducah Beer Works came to be. Take us back to maybe the moment you realized this is what you wanted to do. Oh man. So um <clears throat> of course I, I'd lived in North Carolina and I'd gone out to Colorado and I was seeing all these great breweries and uh my parents had they had gotten sick, so I decided to move back home and my father was saying he said, Well, what what are you you need to start a business, you need to do something and I'm like, Yeah, I can go and work in an office, I can do multiple things. But he said, what's something unique that you've seen in your travels? And I said, a brewery. I said, there's not one around here. Uh, The closest one was Clarksville. And when I traveled, I noticed how it connected to the community. 
you can walk into any brewery in the United States and you can find out what's going on in town. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you the places to go, the places to see, you know, and, and you'll meet the local people because it's their, it's their watering hole. And uh, I think that's something that has translated, you know, from the past to now that, we're, you know, breweries are, are big again. Mm-hmm. Um, we were really in a really high upswing having new breweries, you know, thousands of new breweries every year. Um, but it's, it's kind of slowed down just a little bit. Uh, but there's still a lot of interest. I mean, I still get people coming and saying, Hey, I want to open a brewery. I'm like, all right, let's, let's do it. You know, go ahead. Oh, you, and you let them kind of into that world a little bit. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, it's the, the world itself is very open. You want everyone to, to do well because it's a passion that they enjoy doing. Um, <clears throat> like I said, it's also a community. It's a community within a community. You connect with your your local people, but you're also connected to everyone in the United States that has a brewery. There, you have something in common with them. Wow. And, and then there was also kind of a unique twist with your father, right? Yeah. Yeah. He was totally against alcohol. Uh, my grandfather said, never invest in anything with alcohol. So when I told him what I wanted to do, he was just like, no. No, that's not good. And I kind of explained it. I'm like, look, it's it's not just people getting inebriated where they can't walk around. Uh, this is making a quality product. It's making a, it, it, it's a craft. That's what they call a craft beer. And um, the the new the new take on it was a little bit different than than he had thought. Mm-hmm. And so he kind of gave me his blessing, and I was really happy about that. Right. I, I got to imagine though. Right before you told him this, but your anxiety level had to have been off the charts, right? I didn't know how he was going to take it. I figured he'd just be like, are you kidding? No. <laughs> <laughs> but after I explained to him, I'm like, look, it's not just, you know, I'm, I'm going to have food. You know, it's going to be a pub. And kind of, and, you know, I took him to a couple of different places and showed him. Uh, I remember... Uh, we'd gone to a conference that when he was when he was working, and uh, I got to travel with him, and it was in Indian- Indianapolis, and uh, we went to this place called Alcatraz. It's since been closed, but they had the best beer behind bars. And I, thought, <laughs> I was like, "This is great!" You know, I wasn't even twenty-one then, but I just thought, "Wow, this is so cool!" You could see the tanks, and you know, it was it, it was right there downtown, close to the RCA dome, and um, and then uh, that campy theme and everything. Yeah, 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 and it was it was it was really really neat. So uh, that was one of the first memories uh, I had. And of course, uh, when I was younger, they had taken me to St. Louis, Colorado, and I'd taken the tours of the the big macro breweries. And uh, my mom would tell me a story that I asked so many questions that he, the the uh, the the guy who was taking <laughs> taking us on the on the tour was like, well, he's really he's really interested in this. <laughs> That was foreshadowing, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, owning a bar or uh, making beer, I mean, is there anything that people, like, think is the coolest job ever? I mean, it comes with that, too. Like, people just want to do it, or they believe they want to do it. Oh, they believe that they want to yeah. do it. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, I love <laughs> making beer. Um, it's so fun. You get to create something, and you see it from the beginning to the end, and then when someone drinks it and they enjoy it, that's... That's what I. That's when I'm like, wow, I did a good job. Um, but there's also a lot of work to it. Um, 
Uh, owning a bar is nothing glamorous at all. <laughs> Boy, no, it sure feels glamorous, though. It looks it. It does. No, but it's not. It's it's that way. Like TV movies, you know. TV like, movies, that's the yeah. ultimate. I mean, I'm not I'm not uh, Tom Cruise flipping cocktails back here. <laughs> I'm going to back him up on this because we had the opportunity to go behind the scenes at Paducah Beer Works, and it definitely looked like a lot of work. There, yeah. There were yeah. There were vats of things, and there were tubes going in. 50 different directions. Shovels. Yeah, that's the fun part. That's the fun part. <laughs> that is the fun part. It, it's, it's all the, the other stuff. You know, you got to make sure that you can you can pay your employees, that people come in and advertising. And, you know, you got to make sure you, you get everything ready to go. Making the beer is the funnest that's the part. Fun part. Yeah. That's the fun part. Payroll and HR. Is yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. got to be. You don't think about that stuff when yeah, you think, yeah. hey, I want to do this. I have to pay this electric bill? Ugh. <laughs> uh, Todd, so like, um, I guess in a very general way, what is the process? What is the process that really goes on back there? Uh, well, we follow the, the Reinhastenbolt. Uh, that's the German yeah. purity law. Water. Grain, yeast, and that's that's really you know and hops. Uh, sorry, the really important. You don't want to. <laughs> you don't want that without parts. It's just cream hops. of wheat without that, right? So yeah, is it just a sweet. matter of combining that and it's heated for so long? Right. Yeah. You you've got your temperature of your water makes a difference. You know how long you mash, which is when you you let the water set with the grain you got to crack the grain of course you know because you just throw the grain in there it's not going to really do anything you want to open it up uh-huh. so the water can pull those sugars out yeah and then once the, sh- the once the yeast gets to that sugar there's like yum 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 you know here's some carbon dioxide and we're going to make some alcohol yeah and th- that's that's where you know the all the hard work is really the yeast that they do the hardest work we just kind of get it ready for them <laughs> I like how you put that for sure. And you mentioned uh, kind of some German heritage there. Let's talk about the name of Paducah Beer Works. So, so people are really confused about that, right? Oh, because I misspelled the name. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I used the German spelling, which uh, when we talked, I, I was saying I probably should have done Paducah Beer Works. With you know, an I. With an I. But... Yeah, that would have been too confusing. It, you know, I now, think so. I think I'm just having beer, two words. Yeah, misspelled. yeah. I think the works. Buyer, buyer works. What's the what's the buyer works? Yeah, that it's got to have the word beer in there. But the but, works part, like if you don't know that, if you don't recognize that as the German spelling, which probably a lot of people don't. It to me, it, it's it's still it's clear it's a bar. It just looked like something it's cool. It's just like right? you did it create. You spell it in a creative way. Yeah, yeah it's, you know, it's, it's like you spell through with a U. Yeah, you just changed a little bit. Social media vernacular. Exactly. Yeah. Just yes. ma- I just make up words as I go. <laughs> but people yeah, get really bad. upset about that. They do. They do. <laughs> that's the craziest I, I, thing. I still yeah. have. I've had. Um, there was one company when I first started. They misspelled my name. They misspelled the uh, the company's name. And they got the address wrong too, and I'm like, mm-hmm. not the address. <laughs> even if there's the, one thing that's the rock address. solid, it's the address, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I called them and I asked them to change all of that, and they changed the address, but not my name <laughs> or, or the misspelling of the company's name. Yeah. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> so I, so what about the um, so you've done that, and what? How do you bottle it exactly? So we don't bottle. We can. 
You can. Yeah, we okay. also do well, kegs. Okay. Um, so when I was in Colorado, I met a gentleman named Tom Hennessy, and he wrote a book. He's written a couple of books, actually, on opening up a brewery. He sounds like he knows a lot about alcohol, this yeah. Tom Hennessy guy. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He's, he's owned multiple breweries, and he teaches a immersion class. And I went out there, and I worked with him. And, you know, he'll come and visit. And, you know, I see him when we go to the Great American Beer Fest. And he'll always like, well, how's it going? But we have a... Wait, 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 wait. There's a Great American Beer Fest? The largest beer festival in the United States. I did not know this. Did you know that, Jason? Mm -mm, No. Where is that? It's held in Denver, Colorado. Oh. Um, There you go. The Rockies, the water. Yeah. The spring water or whatever. The clean water. 70, 80,000 people all crammed into a small space drinking beer. Uh-huh. It's fun. <laughs> what could go wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it, it's so fun. You see people, they dress up and, you know, it, it, it's, yeah. it's amazing. You get to taste beers from all over the world and all over the United States, too. Well, I interrupted you there and you were about to say uh, <laughs> before, I, before I got you off on the beer fest tangent. No, and I'm thinking about beer fest. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, uh, when I, well, I met Tom, and uh, there, there's a um, a forum that we have, and all these guys that he's worked with, we all talk to each other. When there's problems, we can I can get online. I can say, hey, guys, what's going on? I've got this going on. Because a lot of us use the same equipment, the same system, and the same process. Um, that way, you know, some guys are really big now. You know, they're huge. And, you know, there's some guys like me that have kind of stayed small and I'm growing incrementally. You know, I'm not, I don't have partners. It's just me. So, uh, but it's good to have that resource to be able to say, hey, you know, this thing's doing something weird. I don't know what's going on. Oh, yeah, that happened to me. Mm -hmm. We go back and forth. We figure it out. Um, And that's that's really nice. So um, you were asking about bottling. Uh, I just started canning here recently. Um, of course, if y'all didn't know, we've been in a pandemic. <laughs> and, uh, what, were we? Yeah, you know. <laughs> I think little... that that big beer party is going to be enormous if they do it as planned. You know, the, everybody's kind of rushing back into having fun again. They they are not doing it this not year. Not doing it this year. Uh, yeah. we, we will send our beer to be judged okay. because it's a it's also a, so, comp, a competition. Yeah, it's a little late. For those big events, I think, but next year, hopefully. Ho- hopefully next year. We're, I'm, I'm excited to go back. It'll be two years since I've gone, because I've gone every year, well, multiple years even before. Yeah. Um, and I, it's kind of like a little vacation. Of course, yeah. You know, it's a work it's vacation. It's Colorado. Yeah, yeah, that's not bad. You know, we get to go eat <laughs> breakfast at Sammy's number three. I think it's Sammy's number three. has a really good breakfast, and, uh, you know, I get to get my green chili and... You know, I can go to to get pizza at Blue Pan and all those fun places that I like to go in in Colorado. Hmm. And then, speaking of fun places to go, uh-huh. let's talk about your building a little bit because it has a real history there. It yes, it was a it's a repurposed bus station. Um, it was built in 1963, um, and it had. Uh, you know, diesel fuel that was back in the back, and they had a diesel pump. So everything was self-sufficient right there. Uh, they had a little place where you'd pull up, and if you look in our parking lot and our patio, 
you'll see these yellow pylons that have numbers on them. And the buses would pull up to there. And then on the side, they would reach down in this little bitty container, pull up the, the diesel fuel and mm -hmm. fill up the tank. And, of course, the people would go in and they would wait in their little waiting area. In the back, there was a, um, a, a cafe, which our kitchen is in now. And then where the actual brewery is, that's where they would take the luggage. And they would bring the luggage in, and there were signs that said, hey, it's going to Nashville, it's going to Memphis, it's going to Alabama, or Mobile, Alabama. And they would put them in those slots, and then they would take them out, put them in the, on the bus, and they would, you know, it was very similar to, uh, to flying, except on the ground. Hence, <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> a bus stop. It's a bus stop. And one of the really cool things is you kept a whole lot of that memorabilia, and it's now part of the scene. Yes, I, when whenever I saw this building, you know, um, I didn't see it at first. Uh, a good friend of mine was like, "Hey, look at this building." I, I started looking at it. I'm like, "Wow, you know." Let me go inside and look at it. When I looked at it, I'm like, "Wow, this this could really work." And was it in like terrible shape too, though? I mean, was it run down? Uh, it was run down. Yeah, um, they had it been closed since 2012. Okay, uh, but it had been split up. Uh, one side was a vending machine company. And of course, they they also worked on pinball machines and okay. video games. So there was all kinds of little knickknacks back there that I found. Um, and then the they had made the just the the small waiting area really small. <laughs> and then of course they had the offices. And funny thing about it, there was a uh, there was a seventy one million dollar lien that was on the building when I purchased it. That's and all. That's all. Just jump change. <laughs> Must have been a shock to see that number, though. Uh, like, it was a little scary. What? You knew something was up, something weird. Something was strange that yeah. I may not be able to get this building now. <laughs> but uh, we found out that Greyhound had actually consolidated all of their assets to upgrade their bus lines. Yeah. So <clears throat> that was just something that was left over that wasn't taken off. And once it was taken off, I was able to purchase the building. Uh-huh. Yeah. So then, uh, so now you're going to walk into this building. You've you've got it, and you walk in there that first time that it's actually yours. And now what? This is a mess that I have to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> Before I purchased it, the gentleman had said that he was just going to board it up and let it fall apart. And I said, "Well, we can't let that happen. You know, this is, you know, yeah. you can't build a building like that for." you know for anything now because it'd be crazy expensive but, but I, I bet you've gotten a positive response just from the community like for even doing that and the fact that it's you know a piece of history uh, as a Greyhound bus terminal well, yes uh, one of the good things about Paducah is when they see an old building being redone people love it because yeah. there's so much history here um, you look at uh, you know the Coca-Cola plant you know, that was just sitting there, and it was going down to nothing. And it was purchased. Now it's thriving. So there, there's a big movement right now to get these old buildings going because they still have value, and they're still, they still got life. Yeah. Well, people enjoy seeing it certainly saved mm -hmm. from destruction or just deterioration. Yeah. There's always movie theaters and little towns. Oh, people man. always trying to save. They, 
they do save or they try to save or turn it into something Let's else. Let's get that Columbia going. See, he's already got <laughs> it's it. It's on the list, isn't it? Oh, man. <laughs> I think there's one in Metropolis, Illinois, too, that uh, they've been like trying to forever raise money. You know about that one? Just across it's, the river. It, it, is there the one downtown? Yeah, it's just a, I think like I've a seen single it. screen little yeah. movie theater, but they, they um, I'm sure, want to restore it if they can. Is that next? He's got dollar signs in his eyes. Hey, He's like, I'll, I'll open a theater. But before before that, <laughs> I was like, why can't I make the, the Columbia Brewery? Can you imagine that? Right there. Yeah. Now showing our latest beer. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you have a movie and a beer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. See? I did, oh. Okay. I did. I saw a glint. Yeah. See, that's why he's a business guy, yeah. and I'm over here doing this stuff. I had the stuff. idea. I had the idea. Yeah, you did. You're a reader of content. You're a teaser of co-hosts. That's, <laughs> I guess. That's about every the time. Every time he comes up with another cute little thing about me, chatty people call him daddy. <laughs> Are you running out? Is there a podcast book? It helps you do this? Uh, yeah. Or is it just your morning? Like, <laughs> you look in the mirror and it just comes out. <laughs> no, I sit up late at night thinking of these things. And yeah. then when I finally yeah. get one, uh-huh. I write it down. <laughs> it's got your scribble pad. I believe that's called podcast magic. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's magic, don't you think? Brett? <laughs> I feel it. Some people call it yeah. that. <laughs> other it's people like might have being, other It's like being in a play for four years. You know, after six months, like, do I really have to go down there and do all that again? (laughs) Oh, man, that time of the week already? Yeah. I was going to ask you just about somebody who wanted to make their own beer just at home. That's easy enough to do, right? How do you go about that? I started out with a kit. Yeah. Uh, You can get it. They, They make syrups. So you don't have to do all the mash and all the mess. Uh-huh. Just a, you know, a five-gallon um, stainless steel pot, boil water, put that in, put your hops in, you know, cool it down, and then you bottle it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. where, where you put it to a bucket, you let it ferment for a little bit. Yeah. Put it into your closet where it's nice and cool. And then when you're done, you, mm-hmm. you bottle it off. They have a, you can do it with priming sugar. Just put a little sugar in some mm-hmm. water and you pour it in and then it naturally carbonates. Or you can do carbonation tabs where you say, okay, this is the beer style and it says I need two little tabs per bottle. Pop it into the bottle, put the cap on it. Okay. Set it back so in the closet. simplify the process. Certainly. Very much. Or you'll see it like for sale. Well, I've seen it for sale. I don't know if it's in a liquor store. I don't know if a liquor store wants to sell that stuff or would they? They do. They do. They do. Okay. Uh, there's, the there's supplies to make wine um, or whatever. I know there's three places in town that, that sell it? those kits. Okay. So Yeah. How do you make it like then taste different? Like I'm going to make this one more whatever. Are you adding things to that or timing or what? Well, there's there's multiple things that go into it. Okay. Uh, your your grains. Um, you know, you have Pilsner grains. You, there's there's hundreds and hundreds of different grains that when they uh, they take them and they they basically they cook them. You know, and what that does is you know you can get that. You get a, a black grain that's going to give you kind of a coffee taste. Mm-hmm. There's actually a coffee grain that gives it a coffee. There's a chocolate. You know, these are all ingredients to a porter, of course. Mm-hmm. Love porters. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, you, you also have your, your base grains, which is like your two-row, your six-row Maris Otter. And you just – different combinations, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Caroma that has kind of a – it has a, you know, a sweet caramel taste to it. 
Um, they, of course, they have different sugar contents, which gives you a higher alcohol. Right. Okay. Uh, because more more sugar means more alcohol. And then you have your different hops. Uh, we used one for a beer that we recently made. It was a Mexican lager. And uh, it was Motiga hops. And it has a lime flavor. That's kind of its call mm-hmm. to... That's what people use it for. Yeah. And uh, so... So what is... When you say hops, what does that mean exactly for people? No, no idea. We understand grain and yeast, but hops. Hops are a flower. Yeah. Um, that create a an acid that's in it that's kind of like a it's almost like a dust, and that's where you get that bitter taste. You know, you, you, what you're trying to do with the beer is you're trying to balance it because if you didn't put any hops in it, it'd just be really sweet and a lot of alcohol. So what you do is you you throw the hops in and it and it balances it out, gives it more bitter taste. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you know, there's IPAs and different levels of hops, which is measured in uh, with your IBUs, which is International Bittering Units. <laughs> I love that uh-huh. International Bittering Units. <laughs> so the higher that number, the more bitter it's going to be. Okay. Well, maybe I don't want my bitter. So my beer, my bitter. I want my beer. Less bitter. You know, I've met a few people who have a really high IBU. Uh huh. Yeah. Right. It's true. It's true. He's in that uh, <laughs> producing booth, but he hasn't said anything yet. <laughs> Todd Birdsong, our producer. Right. That guy. He's not no, saying not anything. <laughs> I think he's mad at me. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be you did just call him out, so that uh, might. So no, I wondered right. about him. My question is if the. Can someone have an ABV rating? Does that mean how fun they are? Uh, what's ABV? Yeah. Alcohol by volume. Oh. There you go. Mm-hmm. Can that yeah. number be a negative? <laughs> <laughs> no, just a higher IBU. <laughs> There's that other Todd. You wait, he uh, really picked his spot on this one, Jason. Yeah. Uh, you mean that one spot? <laughs> Oh, that? I thought you meant where he's sitting. He's hiding behind the corner there. Oh, no, I see him. I see him perfectly clearly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. He's just hiding from you. Yeah. Is he on his phone? Uh, <laughs> he's scrolling through stuff. <laughs> perfectly set up. Oh, see what I. <laughs> Let him talk. No, he had things. I, that's all I have to say. Oh, okay. I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> he moved the mic around on wheels. Big deal. Right. <laughs> I'll save the day here. Let's pay a few bills. Oh, more bills. Our sponsor for this part of the program is the Paducah Brewery Company. Paducah with a K. In every respect, Paducah is unexcelled for those in need of a stimulant or a beverage. And for those weakened systems, the tonical effects of Paducah with a K is beneficial. Prescribed by leading physicians, Paducah represents excellency and purity. Brewed from the choicest malts and hops, phone 408 for a case. That's really, really old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like three-digit phone, phone numbers. <laughs> Did you dial three? <laughs> KL6 is my phone number. Give me a call sometime. <laughs> yeah, I have seen single-digit numbers where it's like dial five or yeah. something. Sure. Yeah. I had the opportunity to go down to New Orleans, and there was this big, huge brewery called Jack's Brewing. And I walked in, and of course, they have changed it into like this little mall thing. But there was a stained glass window, and it had like this knight on a horse, and it had a three-digit number. And I'm like, man, (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
That was the day, right? That's when you could remember numbers easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't even have to have directories and all that yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. You have to crank the phone, At though. At some point, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Are we going to have a really long number? I mean, these numbers, even using numbers is kind of like, we don't need that anymore. Yeah, just put yeah. A chip in your head. Come oh, on. right. Yeah. Right, right. Just, uh, just all robotic. <laughs> it's the so, way of the future. So th- this ad has a picture of um, Chief Paduke, right? This says Paduka. Is that his name? And let's just say this. Is there a real Chief Paduke? There was, was that a real person? There was not a there real was Chief not. Paduke. I'm sorry. Now there were there was a tribe called the Padukas. And so somehow or well, another that's, okay. That's yeah, that, there was a tribe yeah. that had that name, but yeah. not necessarily the chief known not, by yeah, that. Yeah, not name. necessarily a single so it was the guy chief of the and all that. Uh, yeah, it was probably some sort of okay. mix up like that that happened and it kind of got conflated over the years. Okay. And, and well, yeah, all the rest but like of it. advertising that just, I mean, there's a picture here that's like, right. Chief Paduke. Well, yeah. It doesn't say Chief, but it says Paduke. Yeah. Cub, but, beer. I've yeah. been living a lie. I, I, I thought I thought there was one for years. <laughs> Everybody stat- did. There's statues everywhere. Statues. <laughs> it's like, oh, that makes well, sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, there's another, there's a Paducah in Texas or something like that. Yes, there is Paducah, a Paducah, Texas. There's a little town. Of Spelt the same way. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah. just, I don't know. Who cares, right? It's just the name. It's like Jebediah Springfield, right? Maybe I shouldn't have actually oh, yeah. answered that question. Yeah, right? Jebediah. Because the whole idea of that was uh-huh. you need some legends to kind of meld oh, you yeah. together, the, right? The tongue. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You didn't think I'd know, did you? No, no, I, th- I knew you Still would know. Still watching The Simpsons? I love that show. Yes. His noble spirit embiggens us all. What if I sing a song... Uh, would I have to pay? Like I sing it, no accompaniment. Yes. Like if I s- oh, really five thousand yes. bucks a year. And yeah. How many words this. can I get out? None. Really. <laughs> any any more than three syllables? Uh-huh. That's very similar. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you, okay. you have broken copyright and. Yeah. What was they, that Daft they, Punk they song back back in twenty eighteen? That was all, th- That was instrumental. Huh? No, 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 was it? No, no, no. It's, 2013. It's people dance or something. They, yeah. they dance. Well, that's a good I don't, guess. I don't, I don't want to say too much because I'm trying you to. Don't even, you don't even say the title. <laughs> yeah, you say the title, you're already in danger. What was right? that Daft Punk song, uh, Todd? Come on, you're always out at the clubs. Uh, you're right. I am, and I know exactly what you're talking about, but I'm not going to. You're not going to say the word? I'm not. <laughs> it's sort of like the big game. You can't yeah. actually say the name of the big game, right? Okay. Well. Yeah. I was noticing here on your Chief Paduke here and the, the picture of it. Now, Paducah Brewery Company, of course, our, the, the the company that owns Paducah Beer Works or doing business as is Paducah Brewing Company. And, you know, I, I, when, I, when I opened it up, I wanted it to be part of Paducah. So I was like, it's got to be Paducah Brewing Company. And <clears throat> this, the actual original building is just a few blocks down from where 4th Street is. And the smokestack is still there that was used for that brewery. Now, that's cool. So that's kind of full circle stuff right there. Well, we talked before about trying to find that recipe that the original one yeah. uh, made, their beer. Yeah. Uh, it's it's somewhere. It's Somebody somewhere. has it. 
Yeah, now's a good time to plead. So if you're listening out right. there and you have a recipe from the Paducah or, or, Brewery or Company, a lead on that from anyway. 1910, yeah. let us know. It's we'll be uh, somewhere we will yeah, square that somewhere. circle. Yeah. I mean, you, you write it down. People people had notes, books. Yeah, uh, I would love to be able to find that and remake an actual beer that was made before Prohibition. Right. Again. Yes. So if you have it, if it's in the attic somewhere, dig it in out. The attic. Send it down here. We'll we'll <laughs> make sure it all happens. Yeah. Be careful up there in the attic, though. Yes. Carefully. Yeah. Carefully retrieve it, <laughs> and then carefully package it, and <laughs> send it to yeah, us. It looks like every, through every scrap of paper you ever wrote down in 1912. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Step on the rafters, not between them. Yeah. yeah. That's an important lesson. Yes. We have now turned to the final page of this chapter. Is but it over? Okay. It's over. It's all right. Over. Well, let's. Where's Paducah Beer Works? Tell them. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. If they want to go to Paducah, Paducah Beer Works, it's how they, do they get there? Okay, it's three hundred one North Fourth Street. Okay, downtown Paducah. Downtown Paducah. We kind of consider ourselves the the gateway or the the bridge between downtown and Lower Town. Mm. The bridge. Very artistic. <laughs> I like. That. <laughs> so you're open nights. Weekends. Yeah, yeah, we're open nights and weekends right now. Of course, with the pandemic, we changed our hours a little bit. So we open up at 4 o'clock on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And then Thursdays, we have lunch from, from 11 to 2. Friday's 11 to 2. And then we open up in the evening from 4 to four to 9 or 10. Okay. And then on Saturdays, we're open from noon till whenever the party's over. Yeah. Of course, <laughs> 3 o'clock when we have to. But, but usually way before that. And it is a good time. I've I've been there several times. I've always had a good time. Good for you. Yep. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Indeed. So uh, you can download even more episodes of this stuff on iTunes or the NPR One app. If you like what you hear, please leave a review or rate us. If you did not like what you heard, wait, wait, wait a minute. There, there's no way that they did not like. Yeah, you're so pessimistic at the an end. An entire kind of forty minutes about beer, right? Yeah. So that it was a good one. You didn't even go down but that usually road. Usually, you tell them like, if all. you don't like it, too bad. Yeah, exactly right. You're such a tough guy. But this time With, they liked it for uh-huh. sure. Special <laughs> thanks to WKMS, our producer Todd Birdsong, our guest Todd Bloom of Paducah Beer Works, the Paducah School of Art and Design, mm-hmm. West Kentucky Community and Technical College, and the rest is history. <laughs> <laughs>